0: Dialogue 5 of Dialogues of the Gods by Lucian. Translated by Howard Williams. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Dialogue 5. Hera upbraids Zeus with his love for Ganymedes. Hera and Zeus.
1: Hera, read by phone.
0: Zeus, read by Scotty Smith
1: Ever since, Zeus, you carried off that Phrygian youth from Ida, and brought him up here, you pay me less attention.
0: What? Are you really jealous here already, about so simple and very innocent an affair as that? I thought you were hard only upon the women who might happen to be intimate with me
1: your conduct not even in those matters is proper or becoming to yourself. You, the liege lord of all the gods, to desert me, your lawful wedded wife, and go down to earth to intrigue in the shape of gold, or of a satyr, or of a bull. But at least those females of yours remain on earth, while this youth from Ida you snatched up and flew off with— oh, most respectable of gods, actually lives with us, put over my head. A cup-bearer, to be sure, in name. Were you ever so desperately at a loss for butlers, and have Hebe and Hephaestus really become worn out in the service? And you, you will not take the cup from him otherwise than first kissing him in the sight of us all. And a kiss is sweeter to you than nectar, and on that account, you are constantly asking to drink, without even being thirsty. When, too, after just tasting it, you hand back the cup to him, and after he has drunk, you receive it from him again, you quaff off the remainder from the place where the boy is drunk from, and where he has applied his lips, that you may drink and kiss at one and the same moment. Nay, but just now you, the king and father of the universe, laid aside Aegis and Thunderbolt, and sat down to a game of knuckle-bones with him, with all that big beard you have grown. All these fine doings I see, so don't suppose you are unobserved.
0: And what dreadful crime is it Hera to kiss so fair a youth between cups, and to derive pleasure from both, The kisses and the nectar. If, believe me, I were to allow him to kiss you once even, you would never again blame me for thinking the kiss preferable to the nectar.
1: This is the talk of a pederast. But for my part, may I never be so mad as to offer my lips to this soft Phrygian boy, so completely effeminated as he is.
0: Do not upbraid me, most admirable of goddesses, with loves of this sort. For this youth, effeminate, a foreigner, soft and girlish as he is, is more agreeable to me and more desirable (sighs) than— But I have no wish to say it, not to further provoke you.
1: Would that you would even marry him, for my own sake! Don't forget, however, how offensively you insult me— in your cups, on account of this male hebe of yours.
0: Not so, but that son of yours, Hephaestus, must needs act as butler, with his limping gait coming straight from his forge, still covered all over with sparks, his fire-tongs only just laid aside, and from those fingers of his... I had to receive the goblet, and drawing him to me to greet him with a salute between while whom not even you, his mother, would kiss with any pleasure, with his face completely blackened with soot. The present arrangement is much more agreeable, for will you say that it is not so? That cup-bearer of yours certainly excellently becomes the table of the gods, while Ganymede must be sent down back to Ida, for he is clean and rosy-fingered and hands the goblet deftly, and what most vexes you gives kisses more sweet than nectar.
1: Yes, Hephaestus is lame now, and his fingers are not fit to touch your cup, and he is covered with soot, and the sight of him turns you sick ever since Ida produced that handsome youth with the flowing locks. Yet formerly you did not observe these things. Neither the sparks nor the forge turned your stomach so as to prevent your drinking from his hand.
0: You plague yourself to no purpose, Hera, while you intensify my love for him by your jealousy. Well, if you are annoyed at receiving the goblet from a beautiful boy— Let your son pour out your wine, and, as for you, Ganymede, hand the cup only to myself, and at each time kiss me twice, when you offer it full, and again whenever you take it back from me. What's this? In tears? Don't be afraid. If anyone has any intention of annoying you, he will have cause to lament.' End of dialogue five.